Hey Todds, um, I'm here to give you a bit of a PSA, uh, two different things actually. Uh, for one, um, this is the beginning of a quarantined uh, bunch of episodes. We explain more about that later in this episode, so you might be asking, Marcus, isn't this PSA redundant before the cold open? Yes, yes of course it is. Especially since we explain it later on in this episode. But I just want to let you know that in this first episode, we have a bit of audio issues where it seems a little bit louder than normal. But not to worry, we fixed it. And so it's going to be totally fine from here on out. I just wanted to give you a heads up. Also, the main point of this PSA is, realistically, you're going to see us losing our minds. And it starts here and it only gets worse. So uh, enjoy, Todd's really enjoy this while it lasts. So, um, how, how, how you, how you surviving? Uh, well, I've been in my house for about seven days now. And frankly, uh, this is awesome. Weird. I've been home for seven years. What? We just <laughs> hang out. We just hung out like a week ago. What are you talking no, about? no, that was a clone. Well, you invented cloning technology, and you didn't tell me. Of course, music. <laughs> So yeah, I've I've invented cloning technology. Um, it felt very useful during this time of uncertainty to cause even more uncertainty. The cool thing about having a clone in this time is that you can just clone as many people as you want. Uh, well, you in this case, because <laughs> yeah, just you me. You're, it's quarantine. You can't go out and clone other people. But the cool thing is that you can send them out to run the risk of getting infected instead of you. So wouldn't I actually just be making the odds that much worse? Oh, yeah. Hmm. It would be a terrible thing to do. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Nonsensical Brilliance, the podcast. No, no, no. Not yet. Oh. Oh, okay. What you could do <laughs> is kill them after. Okay. Set in a new grocery store for Aaron. Then when they come back, before they get back into the place... You, yeah, you kill I just them. Kill, I just kill them. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we're saying a lot about clone rights here. It sounds like but you're it, just. It sounds like you're a monster. Listen, are clones people? <laughs> I mean, technically, <laughs> I don't this know. Did, this did not go as I wanted it to. <laughs> Can we scrap this? <laughs> no. <laughs> Hey, hey everybody <laughs> welcome to nonsensical brilliance the podcast i um, lied i i quarantine is, is is driving me insane oh no this is driving us all insane um heads up uh this is uh 
this is going to be the start of a batch of episodes that are going to be a bit different. Um, first of all, before we get into reasons why, let me introduce our introduce ourselves. Uh, <laughs> I'm losing my mind. Do uh, it. I'm, I'm your host, Marcus, and with me as always is my co-host uh, with the Mo host, Sheriff. Hello. Hey, guys. I'm hoping you guys are staying safe. Yes. So obviously, um, at the moment, we are dealing with the, uh, the coronavirus, or is it COVID-19? Is that the correct term? Correct. Okay. Um, so the reason why things may sound different, there may be some pauses in between the both of us. We are definitely going to talk over each other more than we usually do. Yes, we are. And that's because, nice try, that's because <laughs> um, we're actually doing like a remote bunch of episodes. I'm home, quarantined. Sheriff is at home, quarantined. Neither one of us are sick. We're just trying to be smart. We're trying to be safe. And we're trying to um, to flatten the, the curve. And we're hoping everyone's doing the same thing. And we want to take advantage and record a bunch of episodes um, while we're quarantined because we've been talking about doing a banking of episodes for a long time because we're so bad at getting together to record um, that we thought, why not take this opportunity, learn how to do this remotely, and just record a bunch until we're able to hang out for sure again. Um, and so that's what we're doing. We're calling this, for now, we're calling it the Quarantine Dozen, but we're definitely not hitting a dozen episodes in this quarantining. Yes. I will make sure of that. <laughs> and I think what's <laughs> going to be really enjoyable about these episodes are you're going to really see us slowly lose our minds uh, more so than already. So I'm already halfway there. I'm a quarter. For like four or five days already. Yeah. Was it been four or five days? I've honestly started to lose count of the days. <laughs> like I'm not this even. Is like, what happens. This, is, this is like no, a cry for help. <laughs> well, specifically, just to clarify, we've talked about this before. We're in Tennessee, specifically Knoxville, and our local government has has told us to. I don't remember the correct term that they've used for it, but they want the us safer to safer at home policy. Safer at home policy, where they want us to stay in for two weeks and who knows it could go longer i'm not really sure it just depends on how things go but we're trying to keep things light we just wanted to explain what was going on and, and so what we're going to do is we're going to go ahead and jump into our topic and we're going to we're going to get into two different things today the top we're going to have some hijinks and shenanigans just ex- for you guys to get your mind off of everything exactly so the first thing will be our topic the second thing will be the the hijinks and we'll get more into the hijinks later because it's going to be a bit of an explanation uh, but let's go ahead and get into our topic sheriff i brought this up to you um earlier because i thought this was really interesting and it kind of plays into what we're dealing with right now with uh covid19 and that is that recently um a couple weeks ago from today which i won't say what day it is <laughs> but uh <laughs> There was a article that was released, and because Universal Pictures, you know, the big movie company, um, they've determined that they're going to stream some of their movies online for people to rent at home to avoid going to theaters. So basically, I'm just going to give a quick little read of this article that I've already read before and just kind of hit the highlights. And it's going to lead into my big question for you, Sheriff, that I want you Mm -hmm. to answer first. Now, before Um, you do that, though, Yes. I want to say so they're gonna like these are new movies, right? Yes, they're yes, they are. So like they're gonna make these so you can stream them at home. That's my understanding. Um, right. Let me let me jump into so this. This would be quick. like the box office, right? 
Yeah, and I think that's kind of be part of our like, topic of this. It's yeah, like at home. Yes. So it'd be like a home box office. You know, there's never been a more time that I wanted to be next to you so I could strangle you. <laughs> <laughs> See, that sounds that sounds a little bit nice, right? Like, there's never been a time I wanted to be next to you, but then the, the violence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the violence. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, uh, according to this article uh, that I'm reading on quartz, uh, like the mineral, mm-hmm. um, universal films are going to have certain movies available to rent on services like iTunes and Amazon for a suggested price of 1999. Um, according to this, that's slightly more than the average U S movie ticket price at a theater. Um, uh, depending on what theater you go here in Knoxville, I think the most expensive I've seen is $16 a ticket. Um, I mean, you, you can get like the the like the IMAX 3D experiences can go up to like 18 sometimes. That is true. Mm-hmm. Um, Universal's decision is not a blanket policy for its entire 2020 schedule. It will affect, however, certain films that are oh, certain films that are currently in theaters as well, such as really? Trolls World Tour, which is like a sequel to the Trolls movie that came out a couple years back. That warranted a sequel, apparently. Um, according to Jeff Shell, CEO of NBC Universal, he said, rather than delay these films or releasing them into a challenged distribution landscape, we wanted to provide an option for people to view these titles in the home that is both accessible and affordable. We hope and believe that people will still go to the movies and theaters where available, but we understand that for people in different areas of the world that has increasingly become less popular. As of this point, uh, they also have rescheduled the movie Fast and Furious sequel F9 um, for 2021. There's nine of them now. It's so many. And I believe the reason why they're doing that is because they expect that to, if they were to release that for home video, they're not going to get the same type of box office numbers they would in a theater. So they'd rather just wait to push it. So certain movies like Troll, Troll, I can't speak, Trolls World Tour. Um, they're releasing that into homes because they think that that will maybe be something that doesn't make as much money. And so why not put it at home for people? And I've heard about other movies too. So this is not the only thing. The reason I bring this up and I talk about this topic is because I've heard from a few outlets on YouTube and others that I follow that they wonder if this could become the new way we see movies. Um, where big movie companies like Universal, like uh, 20th Century Fox and all those places, that instead of putting these movies out in theaters, that perhaps they will just uptick the price a little bit than normal and then just make it available to rent at home instead. Because, you know, a lot of people like to be home. Not many people like to go out. But I want to ask you your opinion. And that's why I'm, I've done a lot of the talking right now. That's why I want you to start. Yeah. Um, what what are your opinions of this? Do you think a that this is going to be the new third age of theaters, if if you will, or third age of movies or whatever, or do you think that this is just like a phase because of the situation the world is in right now? That this is just a test. This won't last long, and that we'll be right back in the theaters once things are done. Mm, that's a pretty tough question because me. You know my exposure to theater and movies, right? It's it's sure. very little. <laughs> and also, usually, you're the one who gets me to go out and, and watch and go to the theater in general. Oh, I drag so... you to them for sure. <laughs> well, I mean, I have a good time. It's just sure. not a thing I usually do. 
Um, but most of my concerns would be, so they're losing out on a lot of the deals that would come with showing the movie at the theater. So like mm -hmm. theaters have to, I'm sure they have to pay some sort of fee to be able to show the movie mm -hmm. and like multiply that by however many theaters that pay that fee that has to be a major source of income or at least some source of income for the companies that are making the movies, which means that if they're losing that source of income, would that affect the quality of the movies? Would that affect the budget of movies in general? Um, it's tough. To, it's tough for me to say because like that big revenue right now, movies are all about budget and how much money you can make. And usually the quality of the movie and especially if you have special effects is directly tied to the budget. And in some cases, you know, story, writing, actors, they're also directly tied to the budget. So when you make things more convenient for the customer, sure, you might get an increase in customer base. But what about all of the steps, all of the like the profit steps that come from showing things in a theater? I think there are a couple of things to me, and I think you bring up a really good point that there's a few things to me that really stand out to this. Um, I don't think anyone could argue that there are certain movies that do 10 times better in a theater when you have, you're in a, a dark room, giant screen, surround sound, it just immerses you. Certain movies, sure, you don't have to have that, you know, but like, for example, um, I had recently seen the movie 1917, uh, a month or so ago. And yeah, you it's told a, me about that. It's a fantastic movie. Now I haven't watched it at home yet, um, but I imagine I'll still enjoy it. However, the experience of this movie that happens in World War One um, would absolutely give me a different feeling at home than it would in the theater. Because like certain movies just immerse you, and I'm sure that's why Universal, for example, is is not wanting to. Um, put Fast and Furious out just yet. They'd rather wait till theaters are open because they understand that that immersion is higher with this movie compared to the other example being Trolls. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. there, I think that's yeah, a big thing. Need that immersive experience, <laughs> right? I think that's definitely one big thing that you take away from this is that I think a lot of people like to go to the theater because it is an escape. That's what I use it for, and so for me when you can get to a good movie where you can really just kind of immerse yourself into that, it's hard to do that at home. And I, I do understand that it is convenient to be able to do things at home. Some people don't want to have to go out. Some people um, enjoy the comfort of their home. And I totally understand that, but there are still people who like to go to the theater who like to go and get the snacks and the drinks and all of that. Um, yeah, I know my favorite part of any experience is paying $25 for $3 worth of food. <laughs> that is yeah i can i can understand that but then that leads me to my next point which is what happens to all the theaters um you know you have a lot of employees um who work there and typically from my understanding the snacks are what fund the actual theater that's why they're always expensive Usually, because yeah. that's how they make their money typically um so so yeah, like, and I hate I hate to be that person when it comes to large companies like you know Pinnacle or um, uh, I can't think you of any like others. Regal, those right, Regal. Yeah, that's it. All those yeah. big companies. Like, here's the thing: there are a lot of employees that work there, and there's like I don't even 
how many theaters are in Knoxville alone? Like five? It has got to be a little bit more than that. Like there have to be some smaller theaters that we missed. Right. And that's a lot of people that you lose. And that kind of leads into like when you think about like, for example, I don't mean to get political, but when you think about like Andrew Yang talking about like trucking service, when if you have automated trucks, you're not losing just truck drivers, you're losing the people who work at the hotels that they stay at. You lose the people who are at the diners that they stop at to eat or the gas station and all. So to me, you take away the actual theater experience and just stream it. Well, now you're just you're taking away from the people who are working there. You're taking away from the people who do enjoy that experience. You're taking a lot away for what seems like a, just a convenient thing for people nowadays. Yeah, that's kind of a consequence of having the theater experience have so many things built around it, you know. Um, well, I should say, like, the movie, the movie industry has the theater industry built up around it. Mm-hmm. So when you take away that theater experience, all you have is just the movies, right? Right. And a lot of people are plugged into that theater experience. That's the way they're used to experiencing the movie. That's the way they're used to, um, I guess, exposing themselves to that part of the industry. Um, and I, it's become really convenient to have things like Netflix and Hulu and now right. Disney Plus as well. And it seems to be working out pretty well for them. But those are really, really, really big companies. Um, what about like indie movies and other smaller movie uh, exactly. experiences? How, how are those going to happen? I mean, we have definitely not going to gain money from that. We have a theater in Knoxville that does specifically more indie type films. Um, so like, yeah, you, you have to think about it. there are certain theaters that will do that. And, you know, if you go, you go to like the Toronto Film Festival in the hopes that you can gain positivity to maybe get some more theater time after that, you know, that's, that's big for a lot of movie makers who are making those indie films. So it's, I mean, it, you take a lot more away than you might think. And, you know, talking about Netflix and things like that, you know, it is, it is convenient to be able to just sit home and stream a movie, but, or stream a TV show. But like for me, you know, how often do people just binge watch and then completely have forgotten what they what they've seen? Um, the best example for me is right now with the TV show Westworld. Season three just came out. I haven't finished season two yet, but I already can tell you right now I'm going to have to go back and rewatch season one because I don't remember a thing from it because I binge watched it. And so you know, that's one of those things that streaming. I get that. Yeah, streaming can be one of those things that can feel like an instant it just kind of goes in and out um and i know like with movies specifically you don't take breaks in the middle of it so i get that is a different thing than shows however you know i know for me i've seen movies at home and i watch it and i'm like oh that was a good movie and then i just move on to something else that i'm doing whenever i get out of a theater and i'm driving home all i can think about is that movie and like dissecting it and i know i'm, I'm different you and I are different. Like we dissect movies when we get out of it. Maybe not everyone is like that, but I feel like everybody, when they get out of a theater, when they drive home, they're thinking about that movie. They're thinking about how cool it was or how much they didn't like it or whatever it is. It's definitely more of like an event. Exactly. It's, it's definitely an event. Absolutely. Yeah. And at home, it's no longer an event. You kind of lose that significance 
Like, imagine if we had seen, um, like, for example, the newest Star Wars movie at home, just kind of chilling uh, through yeah. Netflix. Like, after so long without any Star Wars movies, it would not be the same without going out, you know, going out there, catching the midnight release or whatever. That's definitely more memorable, in my opinion. And then, because you were there with me when we saw Rogue One, like, oh, I yeah. I have I had chills. Spoiler alert! I had chills from the moment when you see Darth Vader. You hear his his breathing in that small room, and then his lightsaber turns on. Like I got chills from that. And I remember hearing people gasp in the theater. Like that's an experience. Like you don't get that at home. Like you don't get the whole theater like reacting the same way that you're thinking. And like it's it's definitely one of those moments. Like you said, it's an experience that's hard to replicate when you're just at home streaming and you're like, Hey, I'm going to go to the kitchen and get a snack. Well, don't turn the light on. Like, that's just like a different I experience. I've had that conversation many times. Oh, I know. So have I, but let's, uh, let's flip it around. Let's try and think of like some positives. What would we benefit from? Like, how would we benefit? Is there a way that the experiment would, the experience would be better? I don't mean to take it to a dark turn, but the first thing I think of is that you, lower the risk of these uh deranged individuals who have gone to theaters for ill Ill intent and i hate to the only reason i bring that up is because i know people personally who who don't want to go to a theater because that makes them feel worried about that so you take that out of it because you know now you're taking a public access away from like i said deranged people um so there's that for sure um another positive is you have people who who can enjoy um being able to be with family and and not feel like they have to call a babysitter or something like that they can just stay at home yeah, i mean definitely there are some, convenience factor for sure definitely some positivities um well hey uh this has been this has actually been a little bit longer of a conversation than i expected i know right i didn't expect um, it so what we talked about how we're going to do some hijinks. I think what we're going to do is we're going to save the hijinks into a full episode of maybe two different hijinkses. Oh, um, double hijinks. Double hijinks in the next episode. But we'll keep it here. I think this was a good conversation. Email us, tweet at us, Instagram us, I guess, and let us know what your I thoughts are. the kids are calling it Insta-ing. Oh, I don't want to say or that. Gramming. Definitely let us know your thoughts on it, uh, how you feel about it. this. Don't Hit us him. up on the gram. Oh, man. Uh <laughs> <laughs> let us know what you regret let, that. i do too let us know what you think about this topic do you think it's a good thing do you see it as a bad thing do you think it's just going to be temporary or do you think this could be the next generation of movies i um, think i think if i want to just do a final thought sort of thing sure i think that this is, i don't think this is going to stick i think that it's going to be something that people try after the covid19 you know pandemic is resolved i think people are going to try to make it a thing and it's just gonna fail like you know how there's that one oh shoot didn't kanye west start like this weird premium music streaming service the service that never really took off i think Probably. it's called like idol or something sounds like something you would do yeah it's just like i don't know it, it sure it still exists but it's nowhere near the likes of spotify or right. anything bigger you know my final I thought think it's is it's gonna I, go around like that my final thought would be that i think that we could see this actually side by side giving people the option to stay home but also giving them the option to go out 
could be twice the money for them if you think about it. But well, anyway, going to do that. Though? Well, you never know. Some people might. Oh, well, but let's save it for another time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, email us, tweet us, let us know what you guys think. Uh, and as always, uh, bless you, Todd's. Bless you, Todd's. Stay safe and wash your hands. Yes, wash them twice. Oh, Marcus, I, I, this is such a short episode. What, why don't you make longer ones? I don't care. Hmm. What do you want from me? Tell me. Hmm. A longer episode. <laughs> we messed up. Okay. <laughs> we got our timing wrong. Hmm. Okay. We're human. We've lost our minds. It's almost midnight. I'm editing this and I'm going crazy. Probably waking everyone up. <laughs> oh, the sheriff's going to hate this. But I don't care. <laughs> <laughs>